I'm not 100% sure why, but I always get in a very, like, Lord of the Rings mood in the fall. It's because, well, Lord of the Rings are just that, like, Middle Earth mood. Middle Earth mood. Like, not specifically the Lord of the Rings, but, like, specifically, I want to think about hobbits. (laughs) Yeah, it's because fall is the journey. Yeah, The journey is fall. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Makes sense. I mean, and summer, but it feels more fall. I mean, okay, it both of them take exactly a year, so yeah. arguably, yeah, it's Hobbit season all yeah. the time. It's all all time Hobbit time. Every time Hobbit. <laughs> Every time Hobbit time. My name is Heidi. I'm wearing new pants. My name is Rory, and I'm also wearing new pants. We're pretty obsessed with pants and books and movies and music, and every episode we talk about ones that we enjoy. Be warned, there are spoilers, spoilers ahead. ahead. <laughs> Let's just jump right into it. Pants and movies and music. <laughs> and, 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 and. And other things and many, many different things. And ice cream and dumplings specifically. <laughs> and dumpling, the movie specifically. <laughs> we love movies, but more importantly, this Dump- one. Dumpling. <laughs> I love that this podcast is like, here's a th- here are three things we love enough to talk about for at least 15 minutes. And here are two other things we also care about. <laughs> like, and also, how's your day been going? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> this podcast is so weird. I, oh. there, was a, there was a family that came in and like they had a full-blown family domestic in the <laughs> store. And one of them... Family domestic. That's what it's called. It's just uh, yeah. the phrase. They had a full... Well, and it wasn't just like between two of them. It was like grandma, grandpa, mom, aunt, daughter. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and I'm just like... And grandma is just like, no, Robin, the husband. And that's all I can say because I don't want to give more, you know, personal information. But right. basically it was like, they're going and one of them's like, you're embarrassing her. What do you mean? We're in a shop. <laughs> and I'm just standing there like, ding, hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, it's fine. I also have a family. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about our respective families. We're here to talk about a book. Which, for anyone that's like, but wait, didn't you guys do this? No, we did not. No, no. we did not freaking do this. No, we didn't. It's The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien, not The Lord of the Rings. It's different. different books. <laughs> the biggest difference is that The Hobbit was kind of like a bedtime story. He started for his kids and was like, And the Lord of the Rings is like Riddles in the dark. (laughs) Riddles in the dark. Like just as a vibe. Don't hit the (laughs) epo. No, they're they're usually not there. Well, the chair is usually not quite that far back is the other thing. But it's good. So the Hobbit. What's the Hobbit about? The Hobbit. Who is the Hobbit? Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. So the Hobbit is the story of Bilbo who gets uh, coerced by Gandalf into going <laughs> on a treasure hunt. I love Gandalf. Like he really gives zero Fs. Oh my God! No, he gives negative. He like. <laughs> he gives negative Fs. Like Bilbo's like, like he takes <laughs> Fs from other people yeah. and throws them out the door. Oh, full blood. <laughs> like, he steals all of Bilbo's Fs and just throws them out the door. And he's like, <laughs> Well, Bilbo says going. no to the quest, like, eight times. And yeah. Gandalf's like, great. So it's a yes. And Bilbo's like, 
Great yes, to see so yes. Now let's talk about the details. Um, it's like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Excuse me. Also, I love that Thorin is so boring. Yeah. Like the 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 awful awful film version portrayed Thorin as like this brooding badass, and the book is like this is Thorin. He will never shut up. <laughs> like Thorin keeps talking. Thorin Oaken never stops. <laughs> And friggin' oh, Bilbo's God. like, oh, I get what you're saying. You're saying that because I'm not a dwarf, I have to go down there and deal with the dragon. <laughs> Great, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, Great. no doubt, no doubt. I also have a thought. Hmm. Had a thought. The whole back half of this book would be different if the dwarves had just picked up each piece of treasure one at a time and asked, does this spark joy? <laughs> Because I think the answer would have been yes. Well, they wouldn't have known the difference between joy and greed. Now would they have? exactly. Until Thorin has his, like, best quote in the whole book, the one that's on all the t-shirts. I'm going to find it because it's great. There is more in you of good than you know, child of the kindly West. Some courage and some wisdom blended in measure. If more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. (laughs) It's on all the t-shirts, <laughs> all the Pinterests, all those like all essential oils mom's walls. <laughs> uh. Speaking of, Gandalf is an essential oils mom. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also Elrond. And also, um, oh, Bjorn. Bjorn. Bjorn Thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> I Bjorn. forgot which way the letter's in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> it's Bjorn. Bjorn, um, yeah. And I only remember that because every time I watch Vikings, I'm like, <laughs> Bjorn. <laughs> He's essential oils papa. He really is. Like, like he founded doTERRA. <laughs> and also, like, freaking Gollum is also, if you want to take it that way, an essential oils mom. Like, he's just sitting there with his pockets full of stuff. As in, his oils are essential. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are precious and essential. The Hobbit is one of my favorite prequels because it does the it doesn't retcon like mm-hmm. lord of the rings seriously retcons the hobbit uh-huh. but it gets away with it because it's like but bilbo's an idiot yeah like he's really clever and he's really down to earth but like bilbo yeah. don't know anything yeah like how would bilbo know this is the one ring right Gandalf didn't know <laughs> and like that's <laughs> the explanation bilbo <laughs> like he saw a ring and he's like hmm I'll just put it in my pocket just if I need it for yeah. something. He didn't even see it. He's like, where am I? I'm on yeah. the ground. Feel, 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 feel. feel. That no, doesn't that feel like useful. ground. <laughs> Puts in pocket. Well, yokidoki. <laughs> I'm going to name you Sting. <laughs> I love his sword. That's my favorite line is when he literally just, I'm going to name you Sting. Well, and he's like sitting there invisible holding his yeah. baby pocket knife for elves. Like this sword is named Sting mm-hmm. and we're just like, Okay, Drama okay. King. And also he's singing that ridiculous little song about the, yeah. to the spiders. Like, The Hobbit is everything you can want. The Hobbit is a want. musical. Are you kidding me? Well, and there's that awful Tumblr post that ruined me forever that's like, over the misty mountains cold is just take me home country roads for dwarves. <laughs> and it is. Yeah. Take me home country roads for over misty mountains cold. <laughs> it works. Uh. Uh. Also, Smaug the dragon. I'm not willing to j- wade into the controversy of how to say that name. Yeah, Smog, no. Smaug, I don't care. Smaug, yeah, I don't. Who cares? <laughs> I can't. I cannot be brought to care. Yeah, no. And I am like Gandalf in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I will steal your f's. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> also, Feely and Killy is so great. Oh, so I love cute. them. They're such good I babies. Love 
Balin is so good. And like reading The Hobbit makes The Lord of the Rings so much sadder when they go to Moria because you care. Yeah. It's like, it's that's not just two random dwarf skeletons. That's Glowin and Balin. Yeah. We like them. They're so good. And Frodo's like, that's my uncle's bestie. (laughs) Oh, no. And Sam is also like, that's Frodo's uncle's bestie. (laughs) (laughs) That's Frodo's uncle who's kind of my uncle's bestie. Yeah, so The Hobbit is just, I mean, there's so much good to talk about. And I love Tolkien's just nonstop obsession with, like, technology is evil. Trees yeah. are the best. <laughs> trees. I love a trees, good tree. Trees, trees, Greed is bad, okay? <laughs> but I do need to bring up, totally unrelated to that, the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my academic oh life. Oh, no. It's time. <laughs> it's time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a line. S- small, small section. And here's the background. Um, the bare minimum, if you ever teach an English literature class, is that you must read the book before you assign it. And I don't mean read the book like that week or that month or that year. Just I mean in general. Have ever read right. the book. <laughs> have ever read the book. Yeah. So here's the line. And keep in mind, this is The Hobbit, which is the prequel to The Lord of the Rings, in which the One Ring of Power forged by Sauron and Mount Doom is the most important plot point, Mm -hmm. arguably. Okay. And we've just had a whole friggin' chapter called Riddles in the Dark about Bilbo and Gollum's riddle contest in which Bilbo ends up with the ring and Gollum ends up screaming, Lost! My precious (laughs) is I will hate it forever! Filthy Yeah. I also love how everybody knows... Or like I just love that the the plural of baggins is bagginses. Yeah. It's not the baggins. <laughs> it's not the baggins. It's the bagginses. Yeah, well hobbits are really practical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the line. You you gotta know how how critical that is. So we yeah. so the setting is tenth through twelfth grade English. Mm-hmm. And this is what we hear. Even magic rings are not much use against wolves. Makes sense. Especially against the evil packs that lived under the shadow of the goblin-infested mountains, over the edge of the wild on the borders of the unknown. Wolves of that sort smell keener than goblins and do not need to see you to catch you. And so our teacher asks what the ring is. And we're all like, Bilbo's ring. Like, it seemed yeah, like a... Bilbo's ring. <laughs> it seemed like a everybody wake up kind of question. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're s- like a call-in response. Yeah. Like, may the force be with you. <laughs> 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 like, just say something right. back. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Bilbo's ring. Are you sure? I mean, that. W- what would be special about Bilbo's ring? And we're like, this is a weird lead-in. And then a magic ring. Bilbo's ring isn't magic. Maybe they mean a fairy ring, like you sprinkle some salt on the ground. Maybe Gandalf's going to sprinkle some salt. And I hear a head hit the desk, like, and then just the kid in the back who can, like, read at a third grade level. I think it's the one ring. (laughs) I think it's the one ring to rule them all. (laughs) Because unbeknownst to this teacher... Every other person in that class. Oh. <laughs> well, you don't even need to like. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I just need to say, if you're at that point of the book and you don't know what the ring is, like you don't need to have read the book before to understand that it's 
like a magical ring that turns him invisible. It's kind of a crucial plot they point literally, in the previous he chapter. He says it. He says it out loud. Several times. Yeah, he's like, like, well, now I'm invisible. Whoa, that's what the ring does. Like, he discovers it with you. Yeah, he's like, ooh, fancy. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that would be a useful thing for a burglar to have. And she's like, how is that not much use against el- amongst 11 people? And we're like... Because only one person, person can wear, can wear the ring. The at a ring. Time. <laughs> and she's like, well, why? Because it's a ring. Do you understand how clothing works? Well, the one ring's not polyamorous, <laughs> so no. <laughs> it's a ring. It only fits on one finger. I just, I mean, so the bar is not on the floor. The bar is not in the floor. The bar is in the <laughs> lake in Gollum's Gollum's cave. cave. <laughs> Like, there is no bar. There are fish in Gollum's Lake swimming over that bar. Yeah. All the way over. Because it's all the way on the bottom of the lake bed. Yeah. Like, the bar might sink through the lake bed all the way down to the Balrog of Morgoth. (laughs) And then keep going. Because there's a lake down there, too. (laughs) Just all the lakes. Mm, The bar is all the way down. (laughs) Yeah, so The Hobbit's one of my favorite books to read. And... It's so cute. And they, here's the way to read The Hobbit, by the way. I've never read it before and you need to get through it. And you're like, I'm determined. I'm determined. Every time they eat something, go make whatever version of that sounds appealing to you. And you will get through this book in reasonable time. Because every time Bilbo's like, I wish I had tea and cake. It's like, oh, great time for tea and cake. (laughs) And then Bjorn's serving them like clotted cream with honey. It's like bagel, cream, cheese, honey. Done. Yeah. Ugh, man. Get through this book in no time. (laughs) And by the end, when Thorin's like, if only more of us valued food and song, it's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) Grab me food. I want food. This bagel sparks joy. (laughs) And then Bilbo has that big musical number right at the end, and Gandalf's (laughs) like, Bilbo? (laughs) You sing. Bilbo. (laughs) Uh, I love this book. It's so adventury. It is. But also, like, it's just so fun. Like, I love that the kind of the hero is, like, someone who in the beginning is Bilbo. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's Bilbo. And so, like, as you're going through this, you're like, oh, but it's Bilbo. So, like, it'll be fine. But also there's, like, Bilbo Baggins is peak, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Who signed me up for this? (laughs) Did I sign me up for this? Gandalf Gandalf signed me up for this yeah and then Gandalf left me on the edge of the forest with dwarves they're super useful (laughs) yeah I petitioned using the phrase feeling tookish for just I'm feeling a bit I'm feeling my adventurous side coming out yeah oh I love that I'm feeling a bit tookish I oh man that's excellent I do love this line about the Bagginses the Bagginses had lived in the neighborhood of the hill for time out of mind and people considered them very respectable, not only because most of them are rich, but also because they never had any adventures or did anything unexpected. <laughs> you could tell what a Baggins would say on any question without the bother of asking him. And then Gandalf is like, but not if you ask him 12 times in quick succession. <laughs> <laughs> on the 13th, he'll say yes. And yep. that's why the 13th is unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> because that's when a Baggins will say yes. Yeah. And I mean, also the Lord of the Rings is also based on the premise that if you ask a Baggins to do something they don't want to enough times, they'll do it. Yeah. Like, got Bilbo like, to the fine. Lonely Mountain, got Frodo to the <laughs> other one mountain. <laughs> like, the other. 
<laughs> I just I love this. <laughs> this is Bilbo at the very beginning when uh, the wizard asks him. I just called him the wizard and not Gandalf. <laughs> that annoyed me. Sorry, I don't want any adventures. Thank you. Not today. Good morning. Please, but please come to tea anytime you like. Why not tomorrow? Come tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and Gandalf's just like, hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> I just I I want to know what's going through Gandalf's head during job interviews. Because apparently Bilbo passed his. Yeah. The heck? <laughs> what are you um. doing? Mm, barrels out of bond. What an epic and wonderful section. Yeah. Okay, guys, here's my plan. We're going to get in some so barrels. <laughs> I got a plan. We hate it. I hate the plan. Well, sorry, you can just go right back to your little cell <laughs> and sit there cold and alone waiting for a new plan that you can come up with. And I'll just get the hell out of here. Then why don't I? <laughs> and maybe the next time it won't be so easy for me to steal the keys. And maybe I won't feel like it. <laughs> maybe I won't feel like stealing the keys again. And maybe I might just slip right through that little door. All by myself. My <laughs> All by my lonesome. Oh, also Thrandil. Like, the Elven King is such an idiot. <laughs> He's such a dumb oh dumb. Oh my god. And anytime I read this book, I'm like, that's Legolas's dad. And I'm like, How? Legolas has such intense middle child energy. <laughs> and I feel like it's because Thrandil is a baby. <laughs> I feel like Legolas has such my dad's an idiot energy. <laughs> yeah. Well, my dad's an idiot and middle child energy have very similar... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And Legolas in the Fellowship is very much like Aragorn's the oldest, Gimli's the youngest. Yeah. It's not true biologically, but that's like their yeah. vibe. Yeah. And Legolas is just, my dad is an idiot. <laughs> my dad's an idiot. My dad's an idiot. My dad's an idiot. Yeah. And also Mirkwood elves are more dangerous, less wise. And it's like, <laughs> mm, more dangerous <laughs> than the Lorien elves? <laughs> I am frightened. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, so this don't sound good. I'm good. Thanks. Nobody can tell me that um, New Zealand is not Middle Earth. Nobody's trying to. I'm glad because I will fight them. <laughs> I will fight them down. Absolutely. Yeah. Having been there several <laughs> times, it is Middle Earth. I so badly want to go to New Zealand with you. <laughs> That Having be been so to cool. Hobbitland, it is literally Middle Earth. 100%. 100%. <laughs> like. Well, yeah. If faux show. All of a sudden, Hobbits just came through the hole. They'd be like. Checks out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair. 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 Yeah. I mean, I could see it. Totally. Yeah. I think part of what makes this book so much friggin' fun mm -hmm. is is that so many characters are kind of like on their own little journey like yeah. Gandalf is like excuse you I am not a part of this quest bro I, I got am... business in the south <laughs> yeah I've got somewhere to be I'm going with you as far as our roads would be conjoined yeah but I'm not on this quest yeah you think I care <laughs> Gandalf don't care Gandalf Gandalf give no f's <laughs> Gandalf as we have discovered before had zero continues to have zero the only thing he cares he about he took bilbo's f's yeah the only thing he cares about is keeping hobbits safe and even yeah. then questionable and, and then bilbo then is like, just like hey, you'll be fine now bilbo's just like what kind of adventure am i on there's no handkerchiefs <laughs> and i feel like that energy really does flood one of the greatest disney films of all time mm -hmm. enchanted yep starring amy adams 
Fun fact, the only reason Giselle is not a Disney princess is because they couldn't buy the rights to Amy Adams' face. I just, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Adams was like, not today, Disney. You can't have me. The only thing Disney could not have is Amy Adams. Amy Adams. And she's a part of the DC Comics universe, so they still don't have her. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. For... for those of you who have not seen Enchanted, I was going to say, like, raise your hand, and then I realized <laughs> they can't see me. Um, for anyone that has not seen Enchanted, it starts off as a cartoon, mm-hmm. and then Princess Giselle falls through a magical portal that puts her in New York City, modern-day New York City, and she runs into Patrick Dempsey. No longer a cartoon. No longer a cartoon. She yeah, runs into Patrick action. Dempsey, who's a divorce lawyer, who's trying to get engaged to Adina Menzel. They have names, but honestly, this yeah. is way, way better yeah. of a plug. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, James, what's his name? He played, oh, yeah, yeah. He played uh, Cyclops. He pops out of the portal to try to find his princess. And then Susan Sarandon is the bad guy. Yeah. Look, I pitched the movie. The, the whole thing. It's so freaking good yeah. and so funny because... Giselle doesn't really want to be there. Yeah. The prince doesn't want to be there. And Patrick Dempsey is just like, everybody knows this song. How does everybody know, know this the song? song. <laughs> Do you guys practice? Do you know her? Yeah. Who is she? <laughs> and then Adina Menzel is like, you have a girl sleeping in your house. I don't trust you. One musical number later, the power of harmonies. harmonies. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> also, like. I mean, don't underestimate the power of harmonies. <laughs> honestly? No, no. I mean. The dwarves sing a song yeah. and they get Bilbo to go on an adventure. <laughs> yeah. They wake up the toque. Yeah. <laughs> they awake they awaken the the great toque. And the then deep they... Balrog toque inside him. Yeah. And then how does how do you know that you love her? Or how does she know that you love her? Boom! She knows now. <laughs> no, I don't even knows. answer the question. Yeah. Also, what an intense flex to have a movie that stars Adina Menzel in which Adina Menzel does not sing. <laughs> Like a musical movie starring Adina Menzel, Menzel like, which Adina Menzel does not say. Like, yeah, that's a. I am never gonna let that go. What a flex! <laughs> Dang. Also, she's the only person I think who's a double Disney queen. Oh yeah, her yeah, character yeah. marries the prince and becomes king. Uh, yeah, she becomes, becomes queen, queen when he becomes king, and then in Frozen, of course, she Frozen plays Queen Elsa. Oh so, my like, God. the power of Adina Menzel. <laughs> Adina Menzel. Like, if Adina Menzel shows up in the next Marvel film as, like, the Watcher, like, the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe, I'd be like, well, she's already a double Disney queen, so what next? Yeah, why not? Oh, my gosh. She could play the ghost of of Padme Amidala. I know Natalie Portman's still alive, but it'd be just as convincing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Uh, so Adina Menzel is in this movie. What else do you need to know? Oh, yeah, the original voice of Ariel uh, freaks out because Giselle has a fish in her mouth. Yeah. (laughs) That's the best. <laughs> Honestly, uh, they 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 made a movie for all of the people who love Disney and yeah. also see that it's dumb. Yeah, like they really they really went there. Yeah, for like all the people who love it for their own like childhood heart, nostalgic. Like this is Disney's stupid, but like you, it's Disney. You love it's it. Stupid like Bilbo. Yeah, you just want to cuddle it. Yeah, you want to give him a little handkerchief. Oh, there's also. Uh, uh, a pet familiar. Oh, yeah. And that awful dude who played Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. He's in this movie. Yeah. What else do you need to know? It's so good. Enchanted really is delightful. Um, yeah. 
And I, I do love a story that's like, make the best of a bad situation. Turns out it's probably not that yeah. bad. Yeah, it's not the worst. And uh, yeah, everybody everybody gets their happy ending because it's a princess movie. Yeah. But it kind of follows that like Pixar happy ending where it's like, nobody thought that this was the ending yeah. they wanted, but everyone is very happy. Yeah. And that... But it's the ending we needed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, Thor, Thor and Oak and Shield had to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just... He wouldn't shut up. So... <laughs> Tolkien, shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> Tolkien, Tolkien, shut him up. One of my favorite quotes, I don't, I think it was about the Lord of the Rings more than the Hobbit, but it applies to the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And it also applies to Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Hobbits are only interesting when they're in unhobbit like situations. Yeah. Princesses are only interesting, interesting when they're in unprincess like situations. situations. Yeah. Like all of Frozen. I don't want to be a queen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a queen. Brave. I don't want to be married. I want to ride my horse and fire arrows into the wind. Okay, I'm just a little upset with the brave trailers. Just They're saying, bad. they made it see uh, like they made it seem a lot more like it was gonna be like, yeah, this badass bee. No, yeah, be shooting arrows into the distance, and then it really ends up being my mom's a bear. <laughs> my whole family's bears. I mean, what I, was- I do. It's like <laughs> so different from the trailer, and you're just like, "That's what is this? B- like Big Brother, <laughs> Brother Bear? <laughs> yeah, Brother Bear. <laughs> I've always wanted a brother. Yeah, <laughs> those monsters are scary with their pointy sticks. How does everybody know this song? How does everybody, everybody know, know this song? Uh, Do you know the song? Yeah, Enchanted does so many things that are just like, as someone who was a uh, theater director for a while or mm-hmm. like an assistant director but there's a lot of things that you do just because you're happy about yeah. it and it's like you know what a lot of people won't know about this but this is for us yeah like the fact that they got all of the original chimney sweeps back from mary poppins yeah. to do the little uh flower bit uh-huh excellent <laughs> enchanted so well made and so underrated and the only reason that it's not as big as all the other princess movies is because they couldn't get amy adams's I'm face <laughs> And I'm yeah. angry because uh. there's a movie in which Cyclops is trying to marry Lois Lane and Lois Lane ends up with Dr. McDreamy and Maureen Johnson ends up with Cyclops. So, you know what? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Moo with me. This is the best movie I've ever seen. Moo. Moo. Yeah, no. I love oh, I love that movie. It's so it's like if anybody's ever seen Something Rotten and they are also like into theater and stuff. It's like that level of like, wow, this is really making fun of all the Disney movies. Like it's really pulling from all of them. It's, it's getting all the aspects in there. But it also is like well, tributing yeah. all of them in like these really cool, subtle ways yeah. that feel super genuine. Yeah. Like Giselle singing and getting all of the sewer rats to do the cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the cockroaches. <laughs> and like Oh my gosh, the best scene in any film ever. A Disney princess finding out about divorce. Yeah. <laughs> it is oh. the greatest scene. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Little Giselle. Yeah, so if you like if you like reading The Hobbit and you want to be happy, yeah. Watch Enchanted. It's great. Also Susan Sarandon as the main queen villain. Yeah. Like <sighs> Susan Sarandon plays Cyclops' mom. Get it. Excellent. Get it. 
And it's kind of hard to transition accurately because it really more ties in with The Hobbit. Yeah. But I think it's time to talk about one of the greatest punk albums of all time. The Clash's album, London Calling. A. Rory's been drumming the, the beat for London Calling. <laughs> also, like, is Lost in the Supermarket not peak Bilbo Baggins? <laughs> I love Bilbo! He's so good. Huh. Also, you're just so proud of him. Yeah. Like, in everything you do, like, it's not like a regular hero story where you're like, oh, yeah, this is exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is exciting and fun. And also, oh, my little Bilbo, he's doing so good. Oh, oh Bilbo oh. had his first beheading. Oh, Bilbo killed that spider. Killed a nasty spider. Good. Hobbit. Good oh, Bilbo's stealing so good now. <laughs> also, how did Thranduil not notice? Bilbo's just like, I'm all lost in the elven castle. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, that album is excellent because it's musical, but not like it's it's pre when punk got yeah. too clean and needed to get you know shaken up again. Yeah, I just love it so much. Clampdown is also a great song. Mm-hmm. London Calling, mm-hmm. such a good song. London so Calling good. is also very Patrick Dempsey <laughs> in Enchanted. <laughs> yeah, London <laughs> is drowning, <laughs> and I live <laughs> by the river. <laughs> <laughs> London <laughs> Calling. Yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> The Clash is just a great band. Yeah. And also, hobbits and punks have so much in common. All they really want to do is drink, smoke, and snack. That's it. <gasps> like. Yeah. Like, you know who else values cheer and song and food and drink? Punks. Punks. <laughs> like, such a good time. They just want to sit there shirtless with their hair and little spikes. <laughs> drinking and smoking and snacking. Yeah. That's it. I mean, if that ain't a hobbit. <laughs> I don't know what is. Yeah. They all just want to hang out in tunnels and be like, yo, <laughs> hope it doesn't flood. Yeah. Punks also want to hang out in tunnels. Punks also don't see the point of going to war. Yeah. <laughs> like hobbits. Yeah. Why am I here? <laughs> why? Why am I here? Uh, yeah. And I told Jason that like we had those two things picked out and I was like, I can't explain it. And he's like. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> so this is a truth universally yeah. acknowledged. Yeah, <laughs> a truth universally acknowledged. That a hobbit not eating a snack must be in want of a snack. snack. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of like, picture it. Punk rock hobbits. They're like regular hobbits, but wearing punk rock clothes. Which is pretty much, I'm guessing, how all the hobbits felt about, like, Merry and Pippin when they got back yeah. from Gondor and Rohan. Like, all their spiky chain mail yeah. just, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grew six inches. <clears throat> what? We're both man-spreading like you can see us. <laughs> yeah, we. Gr- yeah, I grew six inches and all in one place. <laughs> My entire body because we drink Entwater. <laughs> I understand uh, the joke you were trying to yeah, make, but no. not today, Satan. <laughs> no. Also, you're wearing Rohan colors, and I'm wearing Gondor colors, so we won. Yep. We won podcasting. It would be a merrier world. Yeah. London Calling. Enchanted. Yeah. This feels Dang. very... I'm so happy that this podcast has a lot of like just cheerful, chatty episodes. Yeah. Because you know what? There are lots of sad things out there. But you know what else is sad? The world. So you know what? Let's value some cheer and some song and some food and some drink. <laughs> because. Let's be hobbitses. Let's all be hobbitses. Make America hobbit again. <laughs> all 
America was never Hobbit. America was never <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> America was never Hobbit. America is full-blown dragon. <laughs> like, fun story. In medieval England, raising the dragon, mm. there was like a certain flag and it had a red dragon on it. And if you raised the dragon, it meant that the laws of chivalry were not going to be observed. So, like, you could raise the dragon in a war, and it meant that no chivalry for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, one, laughing at that, because, wow. <laughs> no chivalry for you. But also, there's a Band-Aid on this chair. <laughs> and I immediately thought, oh, poor chair. Oh. I don't know how that got there. Me neither. Let's not take it off because no. who knows what's underneath. Let's not touch it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. I found that out. That yeah, raising the dragon. It's like so. And also, I am raising the dragon, my good sir. <laughs> well, and an outlaw was originally like they're outside of the laws of chivalry, so we don't yeah. have to treat this person, person by the law. Yeah. So it's not that they broke the law. Yeah. Like oh, they are out of the law. Like they did something illegal. Right. Like they are out of the laws, and uh, we can do whatever we like. Yeah. <laughs> like. God won't care if we lie to them. <laughs> God, God don't Dang. care if we pillage. <laughs> yeah, so raising the dragon yeah. real bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing. So I'm like, mm, mm, it's a look. Yeah. And also you can tell when you're leaving Westminster and going into London because there's dragons <laughs> in the middle of the street. Because cool. London's only like uh, one square mile. And then uh-huh. the rest is like greater London, which yeah. just means other places. Yeah call themselves London <laughs> like liars <laughs> you know like a liar what's your record of the week oh I actually prepped for this I was ready Dang. so early so I was gifted a book of poems and it's so good it's called the day is ready for you by Allison Malie and it is incredible like to the point that I tweeted at her and was like how do you say your name <laughs> I need to talk about it on my podcast so I want to read very, very briefly um, one of the poems. So they're all short mm-hmm. and there's no capitalization, which really does, in in this case, help. Yeah. Because the flow is, is a little easier to, like, get into. And when you reread it, it might not flow quite the same way as mm-hmm. last time. Okay. So this is part of the poem Nerves. And somehow I am shoes in hand and anxious, the only one with a curfew. All I have is earthquake breath. It rattles the doors like knees without bone. And I'm like, mm, mm. Mm. is that you? <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. So the day is ready for you by Allison Malie. It's so good and and really really delightful. Um, it has you know poems about everything and is really well put together. Um, some collections of poetry I think are are weak. Like mm-hmm. they don't feel like it was the plan from the beginning. And I don't know if this book was written as a book or if it like started as separate pieces right. and then was brought together. But in the end product, it feels like one consistent book, right. which is incredibly rare. Like, yeah. I've read enough books of poetry to know that most of them right. feel only very tangentially related. And this one feels like, it feels like there is secretly a story that I, I don't know yet. But if mm-hmm. somebody told me what the story is, I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. The day is ready for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's my rec. What's yours? Mine is um, kind of weird, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. I'm declaring it as fine as Gandalf often does. Yeah. It's fine because I'm doing it. (laughs) Y'all, it is fine. Harry Potter has such Gandalf energy. Like, it's fine. I'm a wizard. Guys, it's fine. (laughs) Guys, you you do remember. We're wizards, right? 
Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So what's your rec? Um, going back and watching like a TV show or a movie that you used to watch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much different than you remember. I am telling you now. Oh yes. I'm like rewatching Once Upon a Time, and My I'm like, God. this is so much darker than I remember it being. Like, oh yeah. Because it's basically it's kind of like Grimm's fairy tale type feel, but also like modern world but also it's got it's got a lot it feels like and i didn't watch once upon a time but the emmerichs were really into yeah. it my impression was that it was like we're modernizing the fairy tales and the only rule is that no one can be happy <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of yeah no one can stay happy no it's just okay so like basic premise at, for the beginning season anyways is Which is the um, one that we need yeah it's the it's the main premise that like things branch off from and it's like it's fun anyways <laughs> The main premise is that these, there's this town called Storybrook. <laughs> oh wow, Storybrook! I have to ask: Did Once Upon a Time air on ABC? Yes. Continue. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yeah, I'm like eighty percent sure. But um, this kid from the town, who was adopted, so he didn't, he wasn't born there. Um, he goes to find his birth mother. And so she comes and all of this stuff happens because uh, uh, it's, yeah. Stuff. It's <laughs> because um, these storybook characters were taken from their world and put into the modern world in this town. And so it's like this curse that they're stuck in the modern world. And only the evil queen knows and the, um, who, and the pawn shop dude who, Mr. Gold, who is Rumpelstiltskin. Of course he knows. So only those two know at the beginning, and the rest are like, no. But the kid knows because of like this book that he read mm-hmm. that is literally their stories. Nice. And so there's like this book that he has. And nobody believes him, but it ends up being... It's not that spoilers because we're... Like, we, you kind of know. But um, it ends up being that, like... um. The evil queen cursed the whole d- realm. I don't know how to call that. Yeah, <laughs> the sure. whole realm. And um, plopped them in Storybrook. And, like, nobody ever leaves. Nobody ever comes wow. there. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. And all of them are storybook characters. And so throughout the episodes, it's, like, stuff is happening in the in the real world. Mm-hmm. But it, like, flashes back to oh, nice. to story, like, their actual stories and their actual lives. Mm. And so it's, like, you get this history from there. And then you get, like, they they don't remember any of that. And, like, this is happening then. And, like, so you're kind of introduced to a lot of the characters. Oh, that's dope. And one of my favorite things is that um, in Beauty and the Beast, the Beast is Rumpelstiltskin. I like it. Which is an interesting twist. And, like, it doesn't end the same way Beauty and the Beast does. But um, That feels a little spoilery. But <laughs> it's not that. It do- it doesn't really have anything to do with the actual oh, okay, plot. Okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like, it's all, of the sh- it's all of the fairy tales and stuff. And, like. That's mm. cool. Yeah. I don't I know. It's it. fun. It's, a, it's got a lot more of a Grimm's fairy tale vibe than, um, like, Disney vibe. <laughs> yeah, but, I got yeah. That, that impression. Yeah. 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 Okay. I like I dig mm-hmm. I dig. I have never seen once I've like seen parts of yeah. it, but I've never sat down and watched it. But I'll yeah. have to consider it again. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's a really interesting premise. So. Yeah. All right. I 
guess that that means we can barrels out of bond ourselves and roll credits. Our theme song is Downtown Love by Reese from his EP, It's Okay to Be Sad. This podcast is produced and edited by me. Both Rory and I do pre-production by reading and watching and listening to all the things and wearing all of our own pants. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes or get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at spoilers underscore ahead underscore. And we'd love to hear from you. Catch you next episode. Pants!